welcome. 101.7, the sinus infection. I am nasally Nick. I'm coming at you hot and cold, actually, because I got a fever. And boy, I can't wait to share it with you and with my co-host. Saline Solution Scotty. Legendary. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Legendary. Oh, man. Not great if you had a lisp, but you pulled it off. <laughs> I have a little bit of lisp, actually. Lisp. Uh, <laughs> um, Sign, dude, that's great. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> I get. I just wanted to. Edit. I just no, no, no. I'm keeping it in. I just randomly was like, "That's such a good pick." I get sinus infections all the time. <laughs> you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you do not know this about oh, no. colin oh, no. he used to netty pot so much <laughs> that he netty. like stripped his sinus like <laughs> like the liner out of it and the doctor was like you have just pillaged the soil you need to slow down on the nettying my friend it's like when an ox just overworks <laughs> the land and he, he, he i remember he queued it up with like i never thought i'd say this but you should slow down on the netty pot <laughs> It's like a natural, non-invasive thing. Just water. <laughs> He's like, we some were... of that bacteria you're blowing out of your brain matter is actually good for your nose. It's, uh, I actually we... only do it now when I'm sick. I don't do it every day. <laughs> you and I once watched a movie called uh, Hunger about... Oh, gosh. An, an Irish like That's prison... Right. Steve McQueen. A, a, yeah. Dr- this is 12 li- years li- listeners, yeah, directors of 12 Years a Slave. We watched this movie called Hunger, and it's about, it's a very heavy film about an Irish uh, political dissident who's on a hunger strike. And there's like this legendary 12 minute scene. <laughs> it's all one shot, and it's these two guys just going at each Foss other. Just like, and who's the other just actor? Like, the priest, uh, right? Some, He's a priest. Yeah, yeah, and they're just in prison, and they're just like having this big political, theological conversation, and it's all one shot, and it's yeah. it's like a master. Twelve minutes, and, yeah, and they're smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I just remember you got up in the middle. I'm like, oh, he's taking a leak, and I just hear <laughs> your sinuses like Moby Dick just spewing water. <laughs> Oh my and gosh. Captain Ahab just floating <laughs> nearby. They call me Ishmael on the netty. Oh, dude, I netty so hard. There's no better feeling. Actually, when Brittany and I started dating, um, that was like a point of contention was uh, I had like nettied in the kitchen sink and like apparently did not do a good job of scrubbing the re- the resi, <laughs> the netty resi, the, the residue. Res? And she just goes, I'll never forget this. Uh, you left some brain matter in the kitchen sink. <laughs> and was, she was so bummed about it. Like, dude, do not leave brain matter in the kitchen sink. <laughs> oh, so funny. That is rich. Good, um, good start there. Welcome to Bar to Death. <laughs> Bored to Death is a podcast uh, about stories about life that keep us from being bored to death. Did I mess it up? I no, messed it up. Great. We're not reading from a script at all. Bored to Death. I'm glad you asked, Colin, because <laughs> boy, do I have any. I have something that you're going to be interested in. Oh, what is that? <laughs> stories about life, and they also keep us from being bored to death, which is different from life. It's a dichotomy. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, um, uh, here at Bored to Death. We believe in one thing, and one thing only, really. 
And it's that every story has the potential to reflect something about the human experience. And that's why Colin and I gather around this table. Mm. Um, we are uh, believers in the power of storytelling and the power of remembering and misremembering and mm. re-remembering. Uh, oh, he's preaching now. Mm. Oh, he's, he's going, he's going, he's I following. I like it, I like it. So today actually... We're coming at you with our first joint story. Usually mm-hmm. we take turns being the bard, but today we're going to tell a joint story. And it's a story that needs both sides because yeah. it is the origin story. It is the Batman Begins. It is the Ooh. Superman Returns. It is the uh, Empire Goblet of Azkaban or whatever. It's it's all, right. all of that. Um, <laughs> so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to tell our origin story. So a few things uh, not a Harry Potter guy personally, mm. but I think he just said Goblet of Azkaban. Uh, <laughs> so the I do know that the Prisoner of Azkaban, if I'm not mistaken, is the second book. The Philosopher's Stone, if you're in the UK, or the Sorcerer's Stone would be the first. <laughs> and the Goblet. Shout of, out to the, the UK gobl- listeners. The Goblet of Fire. Oi, mate. Oh yeah. <laughs> the gobl- Thanks for tuning in. The Goblet of Fire is the fourth book, I believe, or the fifth. Uh, based on my memory of my older brother's shelf, uh, bookshelf from 13 years ago, you just mixed together, I think, the second and the fifth Harry Potter to come up with the Goblet of Azkaban. Oh, we've got some Harry Potter listeners that have just, just dead inside right now. I love it. The movies I... are better than the books. Can we all agree? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, we're just messing around. So for the first time ever, pretty exciting, actually. Um, for our four, for, uh, for our four, for, for everyone else, <laughs> for our four listeners, um, a joint bard story. Never in the history of this podcast have we told a joint bard story. With well, the nature of the PCAST is we trade bard, we trade being the bard, we trade stories, we swap stories. This story just involves both of us, and we love it. We a lot of people have been asking how do you know each other? And I, I actually have gotten a lot of texts or, you know, I've gotten a few emails from friends and family. Like you guys need to tell more about who you are and in, in your origin story, your relationship. Like, why are you doing this with Ryan? Why is Ryan doing this with you? So all that to say, our origin story is actually um, a good one. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's worth telling. How do we want to start this, Ry? Well, we should probably say we're, we're doing this together because we each had like a short list of people decline and then we were each like respective <laughs> option number four stop we each had someone named you josh number three. just say no option number three you asked josh simpson not cool man no i asked josh gritter <laughs> my boy my friend josh you asked him <laughs> did you really, mine did you josh is mine did you and josh simpson try and get something going on a pod did it fall through no oh, okay. um no so okay. Josh and I <laughs> have our true. own creative outlets. Well, we are writing a book uh, called Get Rich Tomorrow Today. <laughs> and the cover is just a pyramid. So, but that's with a calendar. TBD. <laughs> with, a, with, a, with like a pyramid. All right. So how do we start this it's origin the story? Of Egypt. Um, if any, yeah, if so anyone's think... still listening, <laughs> how do we start this story? Bard Ryan, Bard Colin, what do we do? So... This story takes place between the years of 2005 and 2007. From, really? Well, I should say that we actually, there's like a picture of us when we met. Oh, it's rough. We were like six, no, we were like six years old. 
Do you remember this? Heather Steinbauer has a photo of us as kids meeting, and I have no memory of this. Get out of here. As kids? H, I know you're listening. Uh, H. Stein, <laughs> um, if you got this, the, the internet needs it. The people are banging at the gates. That We need this pick. Me and you, it's six years old. Dude, this 100% happened. Lisa Steinbauer, Heather's mom. Lovely. My second mom, really. Um, L. Stein. Would, yeah. Uh, she has this photo of us as kids meeting. But anyway, that in, was like... In Texas? Yeah, because... That's right, you I grew for- up with Heather, and she moved to the Woodlands. Uh, the people don't need this story, but... Okay. The fact is, I grew so, up in Texas. So technically, moved- the second time we're meeting is this story. Yeah. Okay. I moved up north and then moved back to Texas when I was 15 harsh age to move and uh was was friendless so (laughs) still are not much has changed (laughs) this is a podcast about two best friends oh my god we're best friends for life right call oh my gosh why'd you go why'd you go boston at the end i i I went departed (laughs) you went went just scorsese's departed at the end just All right, all right. So you're 15. Just started out a child called It and ended up just Goodfellas. A child called It. I haven't heard that phrase in a long I read that book. I'm as- worthy of love, too. <laughs> when I tell you to bury a body in the mosh. You, you bury him in the mosh. Oh, it's so good. Dude, you read A Child Called It? That kind of just blew my mind a little bit. I read that as a kid, and it terrified me. I spark noted it. I actually just thought it was like a horror book. I read a lot of Stephen King as a kid. Kind of weird. Thought it was about the clown. I I know. <laughs> I thought it was about. You it. thought it was about the clown. You did. That's not what I meant. What I yes, meant. what you said. <laughs> Shut up. Everyone, a million people just heard it. Oh, <laughs> uh, jokes on you because it's two million, um, <laughs> dude. I anyway. I just thought it was a horror book, and then it turns I mean, out it, it was real. Is. At the end, I was like, yeah. oh, that happened, and I got really sad. I think it was like 10 when I read it, or 9. I was way too young to read that book. Anyway, you're, I'm, like you're 15, diapers. I'm 15. In this story, uh, there's a lot happening when you're 15. I mean, there's just, a your lot. universe is changing. It, your body's changing. <laughs> 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 there's, there's just I, meteors clashing. I, I mean, yeah. Supernovas. A, lot, a lot's going down. All right, so do I? Should I start with my side? Yeah, why don't you start with your side? All right, so at the time, my older brother is sixteen. I'm fifteen. Uh, Kenneth is his name. Ken. He is in my phone still to this day as Flat Bill Ken because every time <laughs> we played poker with friends, he would wear a hat with an extremely flat bill, and we just called him FBK, Flat Bill Ken. Since then. <laughs> so he's still on my phone as that. Anyway, so Ken. Can I? Oh gosh, yeah, go ahead. My older brother's in my phone as Lieutenant Dangle, (laughs) the cop from Reno 911. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Carson is in my phone as simply the kid, because I would always say my kid brother, my younger brother. Um, I got a name for everybody. Actually, I don't have a name for you. Anyway, um, (laughs) okay, so I'm 15, you're 15. Uh, My older brother, Ken, is 16. He had just gotten his driver's license, and we had gotten my grandfather's uh, 1991, I believe, GMC Courier van. This is a van that has um, like a full-size, like the the back row of seats in some way folds into like a full-size mattress. Mm -hmm. Um, 
like bed and there's blinds on every windows. It's like a pseudo camper. It has like the cool, it was like the Mark three van. Maybe, uh, has a ladder on the back. We just thought it was the coolest thing as kid, the center console. It, it had captain seats. Um, everything in there was green carpet. <laughs> do you remember this? Like a green, like a green velvet. Um, and the center console at the front was, um, like it could hold a television, like a, it was like a wooden <laughs> thing and it could hold a television. It topped out the van could only go 80 miles an hour. That's where the speedometer <laughs> just out. And the, it was the, not built for the speedometers speed. like wobbling. <laughs> Bolts are falling out. I did. <laughs> I did blow a hubcap on. I took it over. I took it over tra- train tracks going 80 when I was 18 and blew a hubcap. Anyway, um, he get we get this van. We're super stoked about it. You know, I'm going to be driving the next year, and so basically the thing, like you know, my parents are like, "You're going to share this car." It gets like eight miles to the gallon, so we're constantly we have like a notepad. We're arguing about gas. We're tracking <laughs> miles. It's a whole thing. So we come downstairs, and my mom, like growing up, would always write uh, lists, like chore, like here, like don't forget to check your chores, and she would just. Day, there was no chore like schedule that I remember. It was just like chaos. You just would come down and some days there, <laughs> some days there would be nothing. And the other days there'd be like 18 items on a list. It's just whatever was like, like the warden, from, like just whatever the warden demanded of the inmates. I make my my mom sound whore. I love my mom, but the, seriously, the chore list. She's brutal. a listener. The chore list. I still to this day, I'll still to this day come out of, my our master suite our master bedroom at my house my wife and just kind of like ease into the kitchen worried there's going to be a list i still have like some ptsd from it like helicopter sound in the background (laughs) like a wartime just on the list is like clean your brain material out of the sink (laughs) exactly um so there's all we never knew what it was usually like trash recycling you know uh take your brother to whatever your younger brother to practice or can you pick them up this or uh, pull the chicken out you know frozen chicken out at 11 a.m to thaw like what i mean it's just random household stuff and this one day we come downstairs ken and i we're going to school it's it's super early and there's something on the list i've never seen before and it there's a person's name and i'm like who's who's this dude (laughs) and it's uh it says pick up i'm trying to i gotta find a picture of this note it's it's you have of a picture course, no it's of course gone this is like when flip phones were hot um, <laughs> i had like a nokia brick and it was like pick up uh ryan shaver from and there was like an address and i'm like well who's this dude and of course ken and i are immediately like cracking jokes about ryan this ryan shaver character and it turns out that like Another L Stein, uh, Lisa Steinbauer reference in this podcast, a twofer, um, g- huge, close family friends with the Steinbauers, uh, um, through Lisa, my mom knew your mom, my mom, Lynn knew your mom, uh, Sharon. And I guess you guys are like moving back to town. You just yeah. moved back to town. Clearly there's a photo of us when we're six. So there's like some sort of history here between these three families. Anyway, we got to go pick this guy. So literally listed on our chore list, like underneath trash is like, go pick up <laughs> in that order, in that order of priority, take out the trash, pick up this kid. You don't know. And you're going to basically, my mom is like, you know, we're like good Christian family. Like we're going to, of course we're going to pick up the new kid who is like, we have like a mutual family friend and we're going to take care of him. 
and we go pick you up from really a couple blocks away, not far at all. And, yeah. um, I did not know you from Adam, you know, and we, we roll in to your, uh, a st- knock over a plant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got My it. I got it. We're the pizza delivery guy from home alone. <laughs> He slides into the statue, knocks it over twice, slips on the ice. My dad puts down the times and just looks out the blinds. Oh gosh. And just goes like riff raff. <laughs> you we did roll into what I like to call the Shaver Estate, which is a gated, not a gated community, but a gated house. <laughs> and there's a code to get in. We don't have the code. No one's given us the code. We're 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 just we're just trying to get in. Anyway, you, I, <laughs> you just instantly had a, like a stock idea for my dad. <laughs> like, oh, Charles, you're gonna want to get in on this. I call him Charles. His name's Charlie. I go too far. Ch- Chuck, Chuck. Chucky. Bring bring that bring that bill billfold over here. <laughs> he goes by Charlie. Can I call you Charlie? Uh, <laughs> oh sure. man. So 15-year-old me and 16-year-old Ken come like rolling in hot in this van that looks so sketchy, I'm sure. Um, and you, what happens, Ryan? My memory is... <laughs> what do you remember is, about this? Do you know... Are you familiar with art, Colin? Like the median of expression? Do you like art? Do you like fine art paintings? Um, I think so. Are you yeah. familiar with Edward Munchen's The Scream? Yeah, I actually am. It's effectively what I was feeling. On <laughs> oh the my <inside>. gosh. <laughs> I was terrified. I, I still am an introvert. Um, <laughs> I think you might have had headphones on when you walked also, out. <laughs> it's it's not Edward Munchen. It's Did you mess it a up? different it's like Edward Munch. Uh, <laughs> I used to call them munchables back in the day. Oh my gosh. Gotta laugh about a quarter of the time. Um, yeah, dude, I don't really remember talking at all. Like in the car. Yeah, I'm still not like great. I think at people, but uh, I just remember being terrified because you and Ken are imposing in in well, like a uh, socially. Like you're you're both very. You yeah. appear to be extroverted. You're very funny, <laughs> very talkative. You guys have a rhythm. I, I just entered this foreign land. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you open the door first line is our mom told us to pick you up it's, it's just sets the tone all wrong we're not your friend <laughs> we're not your friend this is an obligation it was on our chore list <laughs> i was like cool tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got a vhs player on deck big just like a bunch of bunch of orange vhs tapes the nickelodeon complete series <laughs> looked like they got slimed by an, by an orange peel. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. I think we went to Johnny Rockets or something. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah, early on. like So so that's like the first interaction. Not great. Yeah. I think you were... I mean, clearly, I think my mom may have primed us. Like, they just moved from Connecticut. He's not doing well. <laughs> None of this is real. <laughs> It's a little real. No, but there was a primer of like, he's the new kid and he just had to move. She didn't obviously like know your psyche, but she said, 
it's he moved he's moved from a long way you know from home and he could he's he probably could use a friend or so she like gave us some sort of primer yeah um I, on the way over when I called her and was like, what's this chore you're having us do? Um, <laughs> and she like explained more from the, from the office. And, um, so we pick you up. What you, what I actually haven't told anyone in my life about this year that we're talking about is that I spent the whole year writing letters to an anonymous, uh, friend. Get out of here. Um, no. And what are you talking about? Yeah. And, um, I, I wrote it purely to this guy because I heard he could have slept with this girl that one time, but he didn't. And then <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it took me a minute. And I actually almost said, right? So I said, what is this? Perks of being a wallflower? <laughs> and you just did the whole perks of being a wallflower story. Yeah. I mean, my name's Logan Lerman. <laughs> oh, and first of all, that, his name is Charlie. It's not Logan Lerman. That's the actor who plays Charlie. Yeah. Well, it's about respect for the art. Of his name film. is Charlie Kalmekis. If I'm, I never mess up a name ever, including <laughs> painter's name. <laughs> you just said Munch the art break. of film. You blew the painter's name. You blew Charlie Kalmekis' name. All right. So I do remember kind of vaguely, we were not friends for at least a year and a half to mm-hmm. two years. Um, like we had a class together and we're friendly. That um, was what I was going to say was the next thing I remember is we were in English or literature together. Yeah. And I remember one thing about you and I bet you remember one thing about me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to start. You're going to say mine, the gift. <laughs> I oh, remember so you got our, our junior year English teacher a necklace for Christmas. <laughs> And you said be mine on it. And it wasn't even Valentine's Day. <laughs> it did not say be mine. So embarrassing. It did not say be mine. It said, will you go out with me? <laughs> Check said, yes, no, or maybe. It Dude, said there's a light that never goes out. <laughs> that's not at all what happened. Um, again, a mom thing. My mom makes us at the end of every class, a mom and a dad thing. My dad makes us at the end of every class shake the hand of the professor, or the teacher, and say thank you for teaching us this semester or this year. So I do that every – I did it up until I was 26 years old and done with seminary. If I go back to school, I'll do it again with doctorate stuff. I I literally – <laughs> and then my mom would always make pepperoni bread and we had to give it to our teachers or our coaches if we were playing it. sports. And that when there was that one year where she got like a discount on jewelry or something and I gave what my mom left out on the counter by the chore list to my English teacher when I was 15 and it was like a necklace. And looking back, that is so weird. <laughs> that is so inappropriate. A little weird. So I remember that about you and you probably remember... A little, little crucible action. Oh, that's exactly what I remember. Is re- honestly, completely unrelated to you. The crucible is my favorite play because um, that when we read it. So this is the first time our teacher had us uh, act out the play, and we would read the line. So every day when we were doing the crucible, we'd come to class, and I guess we we had like char- we were assigned characters. Yeah, and you were John Proctor. John Proctor. That's right. John Proct. My Stallion. Boy. And then what Abigail was the main the main is it Abigail? Yeah. They assigned that to uh Krishna, my male friend on the tennis team. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> no. Okay. I was gonna say progressive move. I like it. Uh, <laughs> um, you guys play doubles together, probably. <laughs> 
Krishna, that guy was uh, full of life. Uh, He's a doctor. He's an MD now. It's what we could have been if we had just stayed on course. <laughs> that dude was like the most stable, consistent, steady hands. Just steady hands. He was just always a doctor. I kept trying to make him laugh, and he never laughed. Oh, he's my boy. I miss that guy. Yeah, you guys were two peas in a pod. We were. Damn. Chris, so, if you listen, you're not listening. Oh, he's not listening. Super. Anyway, so... Okay. That was like so, okay, the point yeah, where so, we were like... Yeah, so I remember you read the part of John Proctor, and there's a moment where Abigail refers to him as the stallion. Yeah. It's like kind of a sexual thing, right? Super. Or it's, super. Yeah, and... um. Of course, you know, like the final, the closing scene is Proctor on the gallows saying, let me keep my name. And it's like yeah. the greatest closing scene ever. And uh, Ryan read this part. So <laughs> but whenever as 15-year-olds, when you read her, Abigail, referring to Proctor as Stallion in this like, you know, he's trying to like end this relationship. He's trying to move on, you know, and stay with his wife. And his wife is suspecting that he's having an affair. And she's like says, I forget, I'm butchering this play, but um, that, you know, she calls him stallion or something. There's the room, the English class of 15 year olds just erupts with like sure. laughter and joking. And then the whole rest of the year I called Ryan stallion <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it, it seems so funny to me, but it just wasn't. I was like, what's up stallion. And like, you know, shove you into a locker or something. Cause I was super cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you were not cool. No, anyway. We were <laughs> approaching equal footing because by the time we got to senior year. <laughs> Dude, senior year. In our minds, we oh. were both like the indiest kids to ever <laughs> live in the Woodlands, Texas, which is a master planned suburban community outside <laughs> of Houston, which is all concrete. Um, exactly. And we thought, our, we thought we were like the rebels. We thought we were rebelling against something, yeah. And it looked like us just like driving around and <laughs> in your going Merce- to- in your Mercedes. <laughs> that was a lease <laughs> in my 1991 Courier van hubcaps flying off. Dude, senior uh, year, man, that was when we really became friends. We were we were best buds pretty quickly. Um, kind of a delayed friendship in the grand scheme of like, because I consider you like a ch- like one of my oldest friends, but really yeah. wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. Um, I guess that's what? 10. 13? A decade. But we, well, actually, a little more. Yeah. We started watching the off. We'd have like office Thursdays that's and we'd right. post rule. We'd, we would invite uh, girls over, like <laughs> Kayla. I was my like crush. We would invite a ton of girls over and me and you would watch the office together. <laughs> and we would have like no talking and no cell phone rules. And so okay. we're like inviting I, I these. I distinctly remember that was your rule. <laughs> you were Are like. You s- oh. I'm abandoning. You were like Alamo Draft House, no talking and no texting. He will be ejected from the theater. You were like so into the off. I remember like laughing at a scene. You're like, I can't hear. And I was like, dude, I'm laughing. I'm like responding emotionally to the show. Like this is. None of this is real. Dude, I don't remember enforcing a no talk or text you had, you, rule in the office Thursday at my you mom's You got out house. Crayola crayons and you had like a little, it looked like a little kid, like something a dad would hang up in his office. That's what you, no girls, no talking. I do remember a sign your little sister had uh, that said no Ryan's allowed in crayon and she had that on her bedroom door for years. I loved it. I was, I was like, such a troll. You got it, Caroline. Jokes on her. Ryan Gosling showed up. Couldn't go in. <laughs> oh gosh, um, <clears throat> dude. Yeah. So Office Thursdays. Yeah. I do remember those. Oh, good times. 
Yeah, I feel like we'd cruise around. And Heather would come. To- Heather would come hang with us. H are the cornerstone. The cornerstone of the friendship. Yeah, a lot of a lot of name drops for Heather tonight. Yeah, um, the Steinbauer clan is is rolling right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I do remember, so this whole like self delusion about us being indie and like rebellious on some level, mm. it manifests, it crystallizes even oh, you tell when, oh. when we went to go see into the wild and we left and then totally <laughs> misinterpreted the movie, we misinterpreted it horribly. I went, I don't know if this is worth telling. I feel like Into the Wild has to be a whole other story. There's so much baggage with that movie for me. It, it might need to. Yeah, we got to, I, I got to, I got to put a Let's pin in that. put a pin in that. Anyway. Um, yeah. And we would like ride bikes around the golf course. <laughs> that was us rebelling was riding our bikes on the master planned communities golf courses in Texas. <laughs> Just like. I, but I do remember one of the all-time great, like, this is our Stranger Things moment. We're biking, and it's, like, dusk, and the sun is going down. And this pit bull emerges oh from the woods gosh. and just starts chasing us. Oh, my gosh. And we are just pedaling as hard as we can to escape this thing. It was coming at <laughs> us with... Uh, uh, dude, that was that was actually terrifying. I thought you were going to die. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was just Mad Max Fury Road, and I was like... <laughs> I like threw a I'm stick Charlize in your gears. On. I'm trying to like take him. <laughs> take him. He's slower. Oh, dude. I also remember um go I remember watching a movie uh, Hostel. That movie was so warped. What was sure, that sure. movie? Who made that? Eli Roth, I think. Yeah, Eli Roth. Or Eric Roth. Eli? Eric? Yeah. Dude, that movie messed me up. I'd never seen anything like that in my 15-year-old life. It was sure. R, you know, we snuck it or whatever. We watched it in your room, I believe, at your house. And I, I rode my bike to your house. And it was like midnight when we finished it. I was like, all right, I guess I got to go home now. And it was like a horrifying movie. <clears throat> and it's just cut to me pedaling as fast as I can, <laughs> <laughs> like in the darkened woodlands um, to get home and like literally thinking I was going to die. Um <laughs> Just <laughs> totally, hor- and I and I couldn't see on the sidewalk, the path or whatever. It was just, there was so much tree coverage that you just couldn't see, and I didn't have like a yeah. flashlight or anything. So I'm 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 riding on the street, and there's there's no cars. It's really late at night, and um, it was just horrifying. I don't know. I just one of the things that stuck in my head. I remember was yeah. like early in the friendship. Dude, we, we just we, pl- we just kind of. Went into like a little friendship recap. Can we talk about all the pool games we played? Your family, I was, your family dude, had a pool table, which was I, the coolest thing ever. That was on the tip of my tongue. We played games for a dollar. Oh, dude, yeah, pool games, and just like ten games in a row, and like we'd get one way, of us, we'd get way too into it. We'd like um, bang our pool cues on the floor like it was a bass drum. Oh yeah, and your mom would like yell up, <laughs> just right. <laughs> Pla- got to be so annoying. From the ceiling coming through. Shh, little dust. They're trying to. They're trying to flip this house, make a profit, and get the hell out of there. Your dad's got bison burgers going on the grill. He's like, what's it's that just, racket? I don't know why. He just whispers under his breath, riff raff. <laughs> Every time I'm around, riff raff. Dude, okay, the okay, ultimate okay. Colin I knew you were going to tell the story. The minute you brought up told. Charlie Shaver, I was like, oh, no, he's telling it. Tell it. Keep it appropriate. <laughs> Call and I would get out of school at you know like two two p.m. early release, um, <laughs> and we would go to my place, snack, Halo, um, Halo, 
Game Fuel. Game Fuel, uh, Halo, kick a film, and then Call would go home at around 5.30, break, you know, do some homework. And uh, we're always home alone at this point, and so Call walks out, and I walk him outside, and I bid farewell. And I don't remember exactly what you said, but as you're walking down my driveway, you turn around and yell. Do you remember what you said? I, I don't. It was bad. It was profane. There was a definite <laughs> it was, vulgar word. No, no. Yeah. Okay, so I, I remember this differently. We were arriving to your house. We pull up under the... You had that little overage you could park under. It's, it's a nice house. That. It's a very nice house. We pull up under this overage. <clears throat> we hop out, and I like... I told you earlier in the day, like, I'm done cursing. I'm, I'm giving up <laughs> cursing for Lent. I don't even know what for. It was just like, I'm, I'm, I, it's gotten me nowhere. And I have a, I'm 15. I have a mouth like a sailor and I get out of the car and I stub my toe. <laughs> this it. is what I remember. I stub my toe and I just let an F-bomb just fly. And your dad like emerges from the bushes. Just, <laughs> just doing a little gardening. Just out of nowhere, like 3 p.m. We've always been alone at this time going to your house. And it was such a bummer because I'd never actually met him. <laughs> y- yeah, the rapport was wanting. <laughs> the first time I met Chuck Shaver was just letting one fly as a 15-year-old. And it was super embarrassing. And I, I, I remember my face got so red and I just started sweating immediately like Nick Miller and New Girl. If there's any New Girl fans out there, <laughs> Ryan's not a fan. <clears throat> he's had his Zoe Deschanel face. He's done. He's done. Moved he's, on. He's, he's not going to watch the show. So she, don't, when she don't, divorced don't, don't you even email us at connectedbartodeath.com and try and convince him to watch New Girl. I when love she New divorced Girl. Ben Gibbard, she divorced me. <laughs> I think it was if, I think it was mutual. Bet if you're listening. <laughs> I still want to know what you say on that one song <laughs> in the background. <laughs> that's oh, a different story. Yeah, that's a, a different That's story. a different story. That's a death cab for QD reference for any hardcore fans out there. Bardcore sneak, fans. Sneak there. peek, we will, in this story we meet them and ask them a question and that's all we're going to say. Yeah, we we met. Well, we didn't meet Ben, did we? No, he was literally getting divorced that night. No joke. <laughs> Get out of here. No, it like broke the news broke the next day. It's a true story. Dang, we were there in the vicinity of the text message that came through that ended it. He just like looked at us out the window. Was like, I have to get divorced. <laughs> he just he just sees us. We waited, we waited out in the rain to meet Ben Gibbard, and we never we met Chris Walla and Nick, whatever his name is, who I kept messing up his name, Offerman. Uh, <laughs> you kept correcting me. Colin, I, had, <laughs> Colin had a giant foam finger that said, I will protect this heart on it. Get out of here. That's what, that's what Colin had. No joke, I listened to that record today, Narrow Stairs. Um, I will protect... Anyway, oh my gosh, this is this has totally morphed and gotten off track, but I kind of like where it is right now. There's, sure. there's a lot of different... This is just an origin app. We are just riffing and raffing, and we okay, should probably... Okay, I guess we uh, should... Let's, let's finish with... Uh, yeah, let's finish with uh, end of senior year, senior superlatives. Or is this a different story? Ooh, I guess it could, it could be this story. Let's, let's just throw let's it in just... there. Um, with so many adventures in high school. I mean, I'm just even thinking about going back in college and breaking in. Do you remember this? Oh, the, when we go on the roof, we went on the roof. And then yeah. as we were, and we were, they were like getting attacked by bats. 
Um, and then as we like come yeah. back down that ladder, there was like some ladder against the building. So of course, you, so when you're sketchy. driving around your hometown on on college break, you climb that ladder and get on top of your high school and mess in in go like try and look at the city you can't see anything it's it's totally uneventful but we came yeah. down off the ladder and we saw that a door was just slight or no no no. i said i bet if we walk around and pull on all the doors on our giant 5a texas high school we will find an open door and we did yeah. <laughs> one of them was just open and you and i walked around our lit it was oh, the lights were on. I remember but it was at like yeah. midnight and we just walked around the high school like after it was really kind of weird. We'd graduated. and Anyway. Yeah, serious crime. Like serious older crime. people w- walking around a high school. Cameras, cameras in the school. Yeah, like. Major su- issue in Super retrospect. sketchy. Um, super liability to this podcast, insurance-wise. We're hard at it, actually. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it in. <laughs> We're not going to have to say. We haven't said what high school we went to. College Park College High School. Park. Ah. <laughs> All right, so um, anyway, so we're senior superlatives. Ryan wins... Are senior superlatives still a thing? Yeah, but they got rid of the category that I won. No, because they didn't. it was too uh, materialistic. Biggest loser. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. No, no they, you they, won. they kept that one. They kept that one. Actually, uh, I won again the next year at homecoming because I came back. <laughs> <laughs> Two-time defending champ. Oh my god! Uh, most times spent in the penalty box and only got to take off a skate and attempt to stab somebody. A little happy Gilmore for you. Uh, no, you won best dress. I did. And I was like, I won it with a girl named Rachel who I saw recently actually like ran into her. What was her last name? Colm or something. I don't remember. I don't remember her at all. She was popular. She dated this guy named Chase. He was a soccer player. Well, there you go. Um, That's why we don't remember him. And it was just a total mismatch. Chase also ran for that for best dressed and I beat him. So he was pissed. (laughs) Where's he now? Probably fat. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's going to age like with just a bottle of Pinot. He's, it's upsetting. I knew it. From, That's so yeah. fun, dude. So yeah, you win best dressed. Of course I'm in the audience. Like just, I, I there's no <laughs> shot of anything. Maybe class clown. I'm like, oh man, that would a be a write in option. <laughs> It wasn't even shortlisted. <laughs> right in class clown option. You're it's, not even it's not even desirable. You should. You I'm were doing- reading a child called it because you thought it was about a class clown. <laughs> Do you like Stephen King's book about the class clown? You are an idiot, dude. I remember. Gosh, just me trying to. Yeah, I'm like doing stand up in the hallway <laughs> as people walk in. <laughs> Trying to a last ditch effort to become class clown. I'm like, guy walks into a bar. I'm out in the. I'm doing like some sort of New York style comedy. I'm barking. I got flyers in my hand. <laughs> you, think, you think senior super? You think senior superlatives is good? That's just the opener. I've got stand up across the street at Joe's Coffee Shop right after this. Tech crew was your backup, and they rejected you. <laughs> Uh, Kevin's band is my backup. <laughs> the office. All right. Um, no, I actually did not win a senior superlative, but that <laughs> night, I will never not let this let you live this down. I owned you so hard. That night, they gave away not one, but two scholarships. You had to be recommended by a teacher, like anonymously. Oh, who recommended you? I uh, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. Here's <laughs> the teacher I gave the necklace to. Yeah, no, a little, little bribery. <laughs> a little bribery. Um, no, I won a thousand dollar scholarship. 
And I think that's the greatest because I was so bummed that I didn't win a stupid superlative. And I was so bummed to win, like, oh, I just want a scholarship. But like looking back, like that's what you want to win that night is just money. And I will spend the rest of my life telling those people. And I plan to in our 10-year reunion. I won that scholarship and they did I think that was this year. Did I, think I it miss it? Happened. I think we both missed it. No, I think it ha- it's happening over Thanksgiving. I wasn't invited. <laughs> I actually did. I did leave a pretty funny comment on the Facebook group recently. Yeah. What'd you say? Three likes, so it's doing well. What'd you say? Um, I cracked a joke about it was like a it was like a picture or something. Someone took a photo of like the popular kids, you know, like oh yeah. And I, I, I clearly was not in this group, and I just said uh, everyone started commenting. Right, there's like eight <laughs> people in it. It's like the cheerleading squad at a football game. Um, it's like just a scene out of every like te- sure. coming of age teenage movie, you know, like. Yeah, like Letterman jackets, you know, such a fun night. Like, oh my gosh, like Billy got that was the that was the night. Yeah, like uh, Kelsey did the thing. Yeah, yeah, like Billy got so polluted at Josh's party or whatever. Um, and Stevie's brother bought us a twelver. Exactly. Exactly. All these comments are coming in. It's a private Facebook group, and I just throw up the dark horse of our class. <laughs> Such a great night. Thanks for letting me <laughs> thanks for letting me hold the camera. That, that was the comment. Such a great night. Thanks for letting me hold the camera. Like four exclamation marks. <laughs> and there was no traction. <laughs> a tw- 28-year-old man writing this. I'm just out to get him all these years later. I'm not over it. No, that's not true. You were you thought it was pretty funny. No, I thought it was pretty remember funny. Remember, I, I like took a picture and texted it to you. It was like me just trolling like our... I do remember this, yeah. Um, I Well, I decided the minute I saw the thing that I wasn't going, obviously. Are you going? No, I'm uh, in Maine, dude. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I'm not planning on being in Texas, but I was just kind of like, that doesn't interest me, a 10-year reunion. Which I <laughs> was in Maine in last... another five years. This is a... a We'll we'll wrap it up on this little mini story. Okay. I was in Maine last Thanksgiving uh, meeting my girlfriend's family, and she's like lived in Maine her whole life mm. uh, in this town, so knows everyone, all her high school friends. You know, they all reconvene upon the town for the Thanksgiving holiday. Mm-hmm. And this time I'm with her. And she, one night she's like, yeah, I think we're going to go to the bar. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, there's only one bar. That sounds cool. Okay. I'm down to, to roll. She's like, oh, and you're coming she, with her? <laughs> well, she was like- Drive me there? Full full disclosure. Wait, this is not Chelsea? No, this is Chelsea. Oh, okay. Sorry. Just outed her. Oh, girlfriend. She doesn't publicly want to be on the record of being involved with me or I just want podcast. all the listeners to know on Monday, October 29th at 11 p.m., Ryan and Chelsea are still together. Okay, continue with the story. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, we're going to go to this bar. And I think she was like, full disclosure, ex-boyfriend might be there. Ooh, and I was like, there the old, the old Thanksgiving <laughs> reunion. Oh, everyone knows everyone. <laughs> oh, if I could tell you this story that happened with me and Brittany, I don't think I could ever tell it. But no. yeah, I've been in that situation. So, so I remember you actually texted or called me that night and we're like, I hey, quick. texted you. <laughs> you're like, as my confidant, pastor, and person I most trust, who is intelligently 
liberties taken. <laughs> I just almost said who is intelligently more intelligent than I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> liberties taken, artistic creative liberties taken. Uh, you're like, for real though, what do, do I go? And yeah, I, I like, texted you and Dima and... No, you just jo- texted me. And Josh. I texted three people. I texted pretty much everyone I knew. <laughs> did you really mass text? I thought I was no, important. No, no, no. I, I did text. I text three people. I text oh, you, Dima, and Josh. I text my three most trusted confidants. All right. Anyway, I ended up staying in uh, her kitchen and eating grapes with her mom and younger <laughs> sister. And we just like gossiped about the town. The town happenings? Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't go? Did not go. I was just whipping out like the B-level humor and it was just killing <laughs> I just I slay with like the fifty up demo. <laughs> what did uh, what did you? I don't I don't, which is why I buy necklaces <laughs> and hand them out. <laughs> that was for my mom. I was for, I was forced to give it for my mom. What? Why do you? Why did you tell the story about that the bar in Maine? Where uh, it just reminded me of uh, we were talking about the ten year reunion, and then got it, got it was kind of like Chelsea's hometown reunion. We're approaching Thanksgiving, dude. Um, yeah. And I'm just like not secure enough at all to go to that bar. <laughs> also, mm. I don't I don't want to. Mm. Um, yeah, so dude, this is the Thanksgiving app. It might be because the reunion's happening this Thanksgiving, and we just both decided we're not going to go. Yeah, sorry, it's not, clo- every, it's not close to either of us. So. <laughs> sorry, twenty popular people that really cared about it. <laughs> we're not going to be there. I'm clearly still not processing feelings from high school <laughs> <laughs> on air. <laughs> I'm not editing any of this out. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I guess one final note about high school that I don't know is still kind of a touchy subject is that I I have I spent most of high school writing these letters to stop, <laughs> stop. That's not this is not true. You you had me the first time. I was like, "Oh my uh, gosh, like 15 was hard for this kid." <laughs> why am I why, why am I friends with him? <laughs> uh no, uh, for real though. We got to ask it. We like to close out the eps with mm. the age-old question. What did you learn? What was the takeaway? So we have to both ask each other this. Ryan, what was the takeaway of our origin parentheses S story because we told a bunch um from the first from the first car ride in the in the old courier van to a few, a few different thoughts yeah it's like at the risk of being so trite you never know who you will be like lifelong friends with and there are people that you can you know will swear will be next to you at you know your wedding and then you don't talk to them when that time comes and there's also people if in the moment they were to ask you like hey will we be buds in old age, you'd probably say no, but then you might be surprised. So I know life works uh, in surprising ways, but also some of the best relationships are often born out of embarrassment, um, such as this one. So, uh, Well, when you say embarrassment, though, in this story, what is which? what are you referencing? I just mean like I'm 15. I don't know anyone. I'm being forced into this. Like my mom made me go too. It wasn't like I wanted to go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't wait till 50 minutes into the story to just, <laughs> to just no, drop that bomb. Um, I mean, I was intimidated by it, so sure. But, well, um, well, we're really cool. You know, it is. A, <laughs> it's a, you know, it gets, it goes 80 miles an hour, that van. It's pretty fast. <laughs> no AC in the back. I was, uh, <laughs> there was no AC in the back. That's it was, right. It was, it was pretty rough. Um, okay. Just Johnny Cash and the withdrawal scene back there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I think that's kind of my, my core takeaways. How about you? That's a fantastic answer. I really liked what you said about, um, yeah, just, I, I think for me that, yeah, the kind of sticking to the first story of, um, 
I don't know. Like I had such a bad, I honestly, I had a, a horrible attitude about going to pick you up. If I'm being fully transparent here, because not because of you, not because of anything related to anything important, only because it was on the chore list and I hated the chore list. Um, and so I my first sneeze on the pod. <laughs> really? I just sneezed. Big moment. Should I continue with my heartwarming answer? Or Sorry, I so vulnerable right now. Should I end the pod right now? <laughs> I just sneezed right into the mic. <laughs> I'm not talking about ending the episode, Ryan. I'm talking about ending the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I Everyone just, hopes. I remember thinking I was super negative about it. I didn't want to do it. And you ended up becoming like one of my best friends. And I just, I think the mm, takeaway now is just, it's not necessarily trust your parents because that's a little too like simplistic, a little too Ten Commandments-y for me. But yeah. it's like, um, you just, yeah, like you never know. Like, I don't know. It, was, it just ended up being, you just never know. Like what you said, like you think it's one way in high school. You, you think you figured out Into the Wild or whatever that movie is that you oh, watched. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. And, and you know the ending and you, you think you have it. And it's the opposite. You, th- you think you're going to be friends with everyone. You're friends with in high school. It's not true. I don't really keep in touch with people from high school. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. My dog here, my co-host. You and Heather, pretty much. That's really, yeah. I did text with Heather a couple weeks yeah. ago. That's about it. Yeah. Man. Um, I'm glad we, we meandered and riffed and rambled. Uh, this was a fun one. There's uh, I a, thank... a ton of micro stories in there. Listeners, I'm sorry. If you're, oh, yeah. if you're a little bit more focused, a little more one-tracked, you like episodes that are a little bit more uh, polished, this may not be the episode for you. But keep listening, because... I'm going to splice that back into the beginning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. I leave it at the end. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> okay. Till next time. This was Bar to Death. We'll be back next Monday with a fresh story that you won't want to miss. So don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or our website, bardtodeath.com. And if you're really vibing us, consider writing us a review in the iTunes store. Have a story of your own that you'd like to share with Ryan and I? Email it to us at connect at bardtodeath.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Our outro music is graciously provided by Ryan's band, We Are Tall Boys. You can find them on Spotify, iTunes, and Bandcamp. Until next time, we hope our story in some way helps you find the humor, beauty, and truth in your own story. I'm Colin Apshabear, and this has been Barred to Death. There's more, and there's nature. What's it for, legislator, when my thoughts are so obscene? There's peace in your headlights, the mother's got seven daughters and sons, each one is a struggle, she doesn't know how to get them.